when the invitation was given to us, we knew we had to come. And so we did. And, and on top of that, I brought my wife and my children with me, uh, my 15 and 16 year old daughters, because I felt that it's absolutely important for them to see what's happening here as well as to experience it. Yes. So thank you for your time. I know mm-hmm. how busy you are, especially with everything that's happening. <laughs> Um, but to give me a few minutes of your time is, um, I'm, I'm so grateful and humbled by that. Um, you are the fire commissioner. I am. I recently came on board within the past year, I would say. Yeah. yeah so I'm like the new kid on the commission. Yeah, but you're, you have a long time exposure to the fire department. You're a community leader. Yes, you're I a am. cultural leader. So the fire department to me in any community is really typically the heart of the community. There's, mm-hmm. they're, they're there to protect the citizens and the property within. Yes. Um, and that is a tremendous undertaking by those that swear the oath. That is a tremendous burden. So for you to, um, or burden to bear, meaning it's a yes. lot of weight. Um, and then for you to be uh, native to the islands and to mm-hmm. Lahaina, um, I would think no better than for you to be the fire commissioner. Thank you. Give me a little background about yourself um, and how you found yourself to where you are today. Okay, so um, (laughs) yes, I am. I was raised by a native Hawaiian family, both my parents. My mother is pure native, Mm. and they are both from Maui. So raising my children here in Maui, um, just the way that I know how to raise them is the values and the principles that was instilled into us as children and now they're passed on to our kids and our grandchildren so um my passion was entertaining so i was the uh, entertainer in our family so i traveled to many different countries and entertaining and bringing that spirit of aloha outside of home and then I became, um, I had this interest of driving up like rigs. Yeah. So I went to school and I got my class A license and I became a <laughs> truck driver. I heard. Oh. Your daughter shared that with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And um, so I, I worked as a single parent as well. Um, so I worked two jobs. Yeah. So driving truck in the morning in the day and entertaining at night. And sure. that was to take care and take care of my kuleana. My kuleana is my responsibility yes. as a mother. And um, I was always um, passionate about my community and very involved. So I was the auntie like, I'm gonna have a baby luau, can you come in MC? I wouldn't be there anyway. I may, you may as well put me to work. That's right. You know? Yeah. But that's the community that Absolutely. raised my children in Lahaina. And uh, this is a community that I love. So, um, taking on that responsibility is when there's a crisis in our community, many of us, including myself, but many of us just activated our responsibility. Of course. And that is to be... Uh, present and to ensure that our community from our kupuna, our elders to our makua, the parents and our children, our keiki, that everyone was safe. Yes. So um, this is where we are today. Yeah. 
And uh, right after the, the fire, I would say maybe about two, three days later, um, I just picked up the phone and called our community leaders in Lahaina and I said, hey, we need to meet so that we can all stay connected because our reach together is very broad and wide. Yes. But we need to come together so that we can have everything in order. And that is when um, Amos showed up. Mm. And he thought he was coming to a meeting. <laughs> and he said, hey, Auntie, you know, what is my responsibility? You know, what is my role in this whole thing? I said, hmm. I think they called it like the incident commander. <laughs> I'm sure his eyes went like this. And he looked at yeah, me and I yeah. said, but in our language, we understand that as a Kalai Moku. So the Kalai Moku is the advisor to the king. Right. So he went, wow. Ah, oh, auntie. And you know, knowing how Amos, his response, I was just waiting for it. He goes, ah, oh, you're killing me. Yeah. I said, go over there. Go cry a little bit, come back, because we got work That's to do. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he did it, and uh, we gathered all of our, you know, our community, Native Hawaiian community mm -hmm. leaders, and they are Kiamoku Kapu, who's another cousin of mine, and Archie Kalepa. Uh, we had Danny Boy Palakiko, and, uh, and others. So everybody's coming together and like, okay. Um, I said, well, everybody sit down. And then Amos shows up and I said, okay, so well, welcome everybody. And Amos, just do what you need to do. And you know, he too has the heart for, has a love for our culture and yeah, our people. For sure. Yes. And uh, that's the one thing beautiful about being the kupuna, being the elder, mm -hmm. is they cannot tell you no. They have to take on the responsibility, yes. and they do, and they do it, and they do the best. And that's what Amos did. So he became our incident commander. He stood up our West Maui Community Aid Command Post in about two, three days with not only Native Hawaiians, we were having the help that was coming from different um, states, yeah. different islands. Sure. And it was such a beautiful sight because everybody's heart was there to help. Yes. And they came in all kinds of shapes, sizes, and badges, and whatever you can think of. But we needed the help, and they showed up. Just put us to work. We just want to help. Yes. You know, so your your daughter earlier um, shared with us. Uh, she's, in, she's an incredible woman. I was I was really Thank just you. enjoyed my time with her, um, and she shared with us really the importance of placement and community and where you belong and where you fit in. And um, and she did such an elegant job in explaining all of that. And. That explains exactly what you're talking about right here. Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. that you know Chief Amos knows where that he needs to do his part to fit in within the community, and he knows mm -hmm. that. And and you knew where to plug him in. So yes, yeah, yes. And I just believe that it was the prayers of Kiakua mm. that he answered our prayers in this time of our need to send the help 
Lord, I don't know where the help is going to come, but I'm just going to believe that you're sending the help. And that one morning when we were coming up to our command post, well, it wasn't a command post. It was just a meeting area. Right. When Amos came on board, and then we understood that we had a command post. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what the command yeah, post right, was. Right, right, right. Right? It was just a meeting. Um, but they were having some challenges of getting past the National Guards. So another retired fire captain was waving his hand, and that is um, Greg Jenkins. Mm. So we turned around, my husband and I, I said, something's going on down there. So we turned around, went to see them. And they said, Auntie, they're not letting us go in, the National Guard. But they said, absolutely nobody can go in. I said, we already got the clearance from the administration, right. from the mayor's office. And I said, come on, you folks, follow me. He goes, you know, I got Amos in a car. Amos is in his truck. I said, Amos? And then I started calling out his name, and he slowly came out of his <laughs> truck. And hi, Auntie. I said, yeah. I'm so happy to see you. Right. So it wasn't that I called him. The prayers led him to this mm -hmm. time. You know, I believe it. We asked Kyakua for help, and they sent us the help that we all needed. Not only Amos, but we had Greg Jenkins and, and our community leaders and community help and people from away came to help us. So from that time on, and that's when Amos said, oh, I'm here to come to a meeting. You're going to run the meeting. Yeah. We huh? need you. Yeah, we need you. We need you. Yeah. And, you know, God's not going to give us more than we can handle. We all believe that, you know. But when you pray and you pray fervently, send the help. <laughs> and here he is. He yeah. showed up. Yeah. And he's very experienced, as we all know. And uh, with his experience, he took that experience and he activated our leaders in our community, stood everything up, spoke the same language. Um, and it was a learning opportunity for all of us to learn the language that the administration understood, the state understood, and the federal understood. That's it. Because all these firefighters that was coming from abroad, they were all speak. He was. They were all speaking the same language, right. and that is what we needed sure. to support our community as a whole, because that's the direct conversation that's going straight up to the White House. Yeah. Everybody speaks the same language. I want to ask you, as the as the fire commissioner, mm -hmm. it's an elected position or is it an appointed position? No, it's appointed. appointed. Yeah, okay. it is an appointed position, and then you have to get confirmed by the county council members. Right, right. right? So they all have to um, agree that you're that candidate in that represents your community. Yeah. So mm -hmm. my my question then is, there's this, um, there has to be this balance, right? Because you have to. Uh, on the, on the council, mayor, the political side, there's that mm -hmm, hat, mm -hmm. but then there's your cultural hat, your, your, mm -hmm. the heritage, the history of that, the people yes, that are there. Yes. You're serving them as a cultural leader. Yes. And yet you wear the badge of the fire commissioner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there has to be some type of balance there in some ways, I would think, yes. for you. And I, I think through such a tragedy like this, um, finding that balance has to be difficult at times for you. Well, as we know that this disaster was unprecedented, Un never absolutely. ever happened. Absolutely. So um, whether it's our community, whether it's the fire commissioners, 
um, or even the fire department, no one was really expecting this right. disaster to happen. But yes, you're right. So when this did happen, I was activated as a community leader. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like boots on the ground. That's right. And making sure that our elders had everything that they needed, our keiki had everything that they needed, our makua, our makua, the parents, just our community at large. That auntie living in that house, did anybody go over there and check? What about, you know, that? Right. You got your community, everybody's good. And, you know, this is how our community just stood up. This is just the culture of, of Hawaii, you know, this is, so whether you are the executive director of culture, so that's, that's the title that was given to me at okay. my job. Mm. So I'm the executive director of culture at right. the Royal Lahaina Resort and Bungalows. Yes, I am the uh, fire commissioner uh, for the county of Maui. Right. However, those, that's what I do. Yes. But being in my community and rooted and planted it's who you are. is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm known to many of our community people from the Kiki all the way up to their grandparents is I'm known as Auntie Maka. Yeah. So I've heard so many people talk about you today oh. and <laughs> refer to you as Auntie. Auntie. And, and so I asked Amos the other day, we, our first day here, we joined him. Uh, in going to church, celebrating his faith. Mm -hmm. And then we joined him for a barbecue and it was just a, it was a great first day here to really want to get involved and to really understand who he was, mm -hmm. but also to see what fuels him, how important his faith is, how important his family is, how important his community is. And so we, we're all in and that's what this experience is for us. And I know for myself that when this is all said and done, it will, it, it will change me as a person. There's no doubt. The conversations we've had in the last two days with people, your daughter included, your husband. Um, I love families like yours because I come from one of those where my father was a councilman, a mayor, uh, a family man, a faithful man. Um, myself, I'm a firefighter. My two brothers are firefighters. Like We grew up in a house of service, yes. giving back to the community. Yes. So important. It is. So important. It's that foundation from which we come, but learning so much in the last few days about your Hawaiian culture, it makes sense to me. It all makes sense now that I'm here and I see the beauty of the people that Lahaina and the fires that occurred, it's what's happening now. It's the people, mm -hmm. it's the faith, mm -hmm. it's the community is what's gonna get that community back. Yes. For sure. So many, um Many of our families in Lahaina are multi-generations. Yes. You know, some of our community families, their kupuna was the first ones that came off the boat from Japan, wow. yeah. from Portugal, from the Philippines, you know, so on and so forth. So we, we're talking about years. So, you know, like with my daughter, I know you spoke with her. She's like, oh. Everybody's related, right? So she had to go to college and get my son-in-law, who's from Ohio. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. So my son-in-law is Polynesian, but he was, 
you know, he comes from a military family, right, right. so he was born in Tripler Hospital, but he was raised in Ohio. Ohio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So they went to college at Hilo, and that's how they met. But in our community, and that's what makes, you know, I can only speak for Lahaina, but that's what makes Lahaina so unique and special. Yeah. Is when this happened is that nobody was lying down, nobody was sitting down. We were getting food coming from airplanes. We were getting food being dropped by helicopters yeah. on the boats from the outer islands. And that's, you can say it's a, it's a Hawaiian culture. When we talk about aloha aku, aloha mai, when love is given, that is what's returned. Mm. Malama aku, malama mai. So it is our kuleana to malama, malama is to care for. Okay. Yeah? Care for our families, care for our community. Sure. And um, so when that happened, everyone just got activated here in, in, in Maui and all over the state because we were getting help coming from Hawaii Island, from Kauai, from Oahu. All over. I mean, we were like, ships were just bringing things in and you know, it's sure. like just that overflow of aloha. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And when we talk about aloha, that was aloha at its best. Mm -hmm. Meaning that we're not just saying it, we're living it. There's that action to aloha. That's what it means. Yes. And that's what I've come to understand is that it's much more, it's a feeling, it's a presence, it's a way. Mm -hmm. It's not just the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want to ask you, um, the cultural side I understand, um, the fire department side. Um, I know as a firefighter, things don't always go how we want. Um, there are times that our job becomes very challenging and very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, I've met several um, brothers who were on the front lines that day and had incredible stories of heroism, um, survival, all of it. Mm -hmm. um, the aftermath of it for firefighters, when we can't conquer and when we can't come out on top, we feel defeated. And when firefighters feel that they haven't been able to make a difference, it can become a downward spiral for many of us. Mm -hmm. um, as a fire commissioner, your fire department, their valiant efforts that day, there was not any fire department in the world that could have prevented or stopped what happened that day. From the stories that I'm being told, from the photos, mm -hmm. pictures, and videos I've seen, there's nothing that could stop that firestorm. Um, yet the ocean is what stopped it, really. Mm -hmm. um, and so with all of that, protecting our firefighters, your department mm -hmm. has to be a priority as well. It is. It is. So during this time, I actually reached out. Um, so, you know, my husband is a retired yes. fire captain and uh, another retired fire captain. They did what we do culturally is to go and spend time with I call them boys because they call me auntie. So. I get it. I get it. No worries. <laughs> yeah. So they went to spend some time with the boys and, um, and to bless them. And we, we talk about like pikai or like a blessing. And yeah. Just so that they had this opportunity to, to speak and to release themselves and to know that they have the support and the love of um, all fellow retired fire 
you know, they all understand it. So for myself, I did reach out because, you know, everybody's kind of like related. So sure. um, I reached out to one of the fire captains and said, hey, you know what, um, I'm making this call um, as your auntie, but I'm also making this call. I'm checking on the boys. Yeah. As a commissioner, is there anything that they will need from me to support them? Um, I'm here. But they were getting like tons of support already. Yes. But I just wanted to ensure that I was communicating and that they know that I'm here for them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, they appreciated that. But they said, no, Auntie, I think, you know, we're really good. They were having the conversations that needed to, to happen. And I said, but I'm always here. You know, so that's where that is at right now. Yeah. 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 And we, we talked about that, you know, the importance of, um, for me, I know how much I respect and with our platform, we love to talk about yes. the senior man, you know, mm -hmm. and how important their experience and knowledge is for the firefighters because that helps us and it sets the stage for how we need to be, how to, how to act, how to cope yes. and so on. So I, I asked him about that and he had said that they have gone into the firehouses and mm -hmm. have done, um, and not just talk, but the spiritual yes. release of it too is mm -hmm. important for that sure. Is so important, you know, cause that's what lays real heavy mm -hmm. is, you know, you got the physical part and everything that, but it's that spiritual release. Yes. Yeah. It's that spiritual Speaking with um, several of the firefighters, the one thing that always has stood out to me talking with them is how they, cope with using their faith and how important faith in God is to them mm -hmm. um, as well as their upbringing of family and foundation. Yes. All of that. And I think that's what's so overwhelming and powerful for me is just how important that is to your people. And for you to be the fire commissioner yet a cultural leader, it just makes sense that it's all, in, it's all of the same, mm -hmm. is it not? It is. It's auntie. Yes. Auntie's calling to check on the boys. Right. <laughs> auntie's checking on the elderly in town. Mm -hmm. It all matters. It all matters. Going forward, um, the outlook for Lahaina and the rebuilding process, the, the um, understanding the, um, the importance of cultural sensitivity yes. to the lands, mm -hmm. to the multi-generational homes and buildings that yes. were there, and so on. I mean, this is, this is not, it's special and unique. It's very, very special and unique. So when, so Lahaina is like a, like a vacation destination. Mm. Yeah. And, and that, that's great when the Malahini or the visitors come to learn about our home. But some may not realize that Lahaina was a seat of government. Um, and Kawi Keauli uh, was Kamehameha III, and he signed the first constitution for the kingdom of Hawaii in Lahaina. No, oh, wow. Yeah, so, and then you have, um, you know, our, our kupuna, we came here, and Kamehameha settled with his two wives. So he had Queen Keopulani and Queen Ka'ahumanu. So Queen Keopulani is buried at Waiola Church. So that's another 
direct connection with the Aina, yeah. with the land, yeah. with our kupuna of old, and many families, like I keep saying about multi-generations, a lot of the stories that many of our community mem members talk about today, those are stories that was passed down many mm. generations to them. So they're the keepers of the stories now. And now it's like, over here used to be Waiola Church. Wow. You know, it's like all of these yeah. areas. Yeah. And now, you know, it's, it's what it is today. But the spirit of our people mm. is, we're going to do this, Auntie. I, we are going to do this. And that's the spirit of our whole community in line is that we're going to get up and we're going to do this. And it was made very clear to the President of the United States, President Biden, is that we are going to build our community the way Lahaina wants to build our community. Beautiful. And he said, you're going to build your community the way you want to build your community. The way it should be. The way it should be. So we're just here to support. So that's the community that we live in. You know, and I'm sure there's many other communities and I, I don't know, but I do know Lahaina. And I know the, um, the Kupuna, our elders, as well as our Makua, and our Opio and our Keiki. You know, we, we're just gonna get up. We're not in survival mode. We're thriving, and we're gonna continue to thrive. I love that. Yes, we're gonna continue to thrive. We're still here. We're currently building a new school right now. Yeah. I mean, that's my next task yeah. right now, yes. Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. exciting, because that gets the momentum going. Mm -hmm. It shows that there's progress. Yes. And it shows the people that you're committed Mm -hmm. to making this representative of who and what they want. Yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I know your time Mahalo is pressed. Nui. So. Mahalo Nui. I really appreciate this opportunity and thank you for coming and you know, letting us tell our story. For sure. Yeah. Because it needs to be heard. And it needs to be heard in a respectful way that people can understand. Because I know for myself, I didn't understand. And until we got here and immersed ourselves and in, in to make the friendships we're making and the connections that we are privy to, this is a this is going to be a powerful few days for us. And um, it really, I want you to know from somebody that didn't know anything about Hawaiian culture and heritage, I tell you, I love everything about it. I think it represents the very best of humanity. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, what you have here is super special. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So oh, thank hello. you. Thank you very much hello. for joining me. Thank you, folks.